we're back with another episode. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. I don't come here for the facts. You come here for the entertainment, okay? If you're here for the facts, you're the wrong. You're the wrong podcast. We are here to entertain you. That's why we give you the disclaimer at the beginning of our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. Welcome back to another episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. We are back at it again. Yeah. We are on location again, so we do apologize. Hopefully the sound and the video will match up this time, y'all. We don't know what to tell y'all. I don't know. I don't know. What a wild ride we've been on. Seriously, we thank y'all for your patience. We really do. We really do thank you for your patience uh, this time. So uh, how was your week this past week? My week was weakened. Tell you that about that. Okay. In a good That's way, bad way? Um, in a good way. I'm, you know, here in the middle of nowhere. Uh, people have been cool. Everyone tells me how pretty I am, but I think it's because they've literally never seen a mixed person in their entire life. <laughs> So that's all. And the, I, I, you know how, have you seen on the internet, they're talking about pretty privilege a lot? Yeah. Um, I was talking to my patient today and she was like, you're so pretty. And I was like, thanks. It's literally the only reason why people don't throw me out of their room is because I just like come in here with makeup and I'm trying to be nice. Cause if I looked like shit, you would literally be so mean to me. Well, that's the place you need to be because you love compliments. So, you know, <laughs> I know I'm having a great time. So yeah, How was your week? There. Uh, my week was good up until Saturday. Y'all, I got to talk about it. I am going through. I, I am really going through it. The Lord is testing me at the very end of December. So y'all know I've been talking about this since the podcast started. Um, He shall not be named. However, I've had this amazing <laughs> massage therapist for the past three years and He's just been in love with me, in love with my body, knows me from top to bottom, literally. Well, not not like that. Um, not inappropriately, but yeah, only professionally. But this past week, I called to get an appointment with him for Saturday. And the lady says to me, I was like, oh, can I schedule with so-and-so and get my usual 90-minute massage? And she's like, uh, oh, okay, hold on for me one second. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm thinking she's just checking the calendar. No, this lady takes a little minute to come back on. She comes back on the phone and she's like, unfortunately, I'm sorry to uh, to let you know, but um, so-and-so is no longer with us. And I'm like, did he die? Like, what What do you mean he's no longer with us? Like, what? That's a weird way to phrase And so that. she's like, exactly. And she's like, yeah, no, he he's no longer with the company. And I'm like, well, where did he go? I need his contact information. I need his number. I need his address. Like, so I need y'all, I need everybody who under the sound of my voice to help me find my 
massage therapist. I'm going to stalk him on Facebook. I just am. And no, I'm not telling his name. So just in case I do find him and just in case he does see this message, I'm not sharing him. But I need y'all to help me locate Fleming's massage therapist. Please, please help me, y'all. This has happened to me before. And somehow, I don't know, but my mother was able to find him because you know how they can't tell you where they're going or if they have a new job or whatever. And she mm-hmm. tracked this man down. I got a call one day and she was like, Alyssa, what are you doing right now? I found him. I found him. I'm going to get a massage. There's one other opening if you want it. And I was like, you are insane. I yeah, I just can't believe he left without saying goodbye or telling me where he's going. If he left the state, I swear to everything that is <laughs> I will follow. I will go take a flight to go and get massaged by him. Like I need to know what happened because that three years, then the massage therapist I did go to, he was all right, but he was touching all of like my hypersensitive areas that, that this man knows not to touch. And I'm he just like, now I have to, right. He knows my body. And I'm like, now I have somebody else has to relearn my body all over again. And I'm just like, why would you do that to me so close to Christmas, dude? Like what? <laughs> I'm I'm so sad. Like when I take, I'm legit sad. Like no lie, I'm sad. Awful. We need to find him. We can find, we'll put on, we'll make a TikTok. TikTok. Yes. Missing massage therapist. If you see him, send him this video. If y'all have seen him, you know how they do the little TikTok little things. Like help me find this person. I'm not gonna put a picture of him up <laughs> because I don't want to know his name. However. Just send him this video. Just send him to all people who have quit their jobs as a massage therapist in the past, you know, week or so who lives in San Antonio, Texas. (laughs) I just can't believe he's this good and you haven't let me go once and get a massage by this man. There's some things I can't share and and I can't share him. All right, whatever. I I can't. And now I've lost him forever. I feel like. (laughs) Probably because you're being greedy. Oh, Lord. I wasn't greedy. I was going once a month. <laughs> I just, oh, so that ruined my entire week. But then uh, I did have a an uplifting moment. So as y'all know, Fowler is an esteemed alumni of the Howard University. Um, and you know? Fleming, <laughs> and Fleming, of course, I am an alumni of the uh, amazing, most amazing, number one HBCU in the nation, fam, you. We actually just won our um, national championship this year or on Saturday, the Celebration Bowl that was held in Atlanta, Georgia, and it was against Howard University. And we beat y'all um, 30 to 26. It was a great game. It was a great That's game. Awesome. So I'm, I'm super proud to be a rat love. And congratulations, yeah. fam, you are winning the national championship. Big sports girls on this podcast. Yes, because y'all got a bowl game coming up for uh, Texas, right? We sure do. The Sugar Bowl, honey. Hook them horns, baby. Hook, Hook them horns, horns, baby. Yep. It was so good to see everybody in their um, in their FAMU gear and stuff. And I mean, that's a great rivalry. Like, Howard and FAMU have been an amazing rivalry for years. So to be able to meet in the middle of the MEAC versus the SWAC was amazing. So we got to go to homecoming next year, though, 2024. We're taking this show to homecoming. We got to do that. Homecoming? No, the MEAC versus the SWAC. Isn't that what you said? Oh, so the MEAC is the conference. So you know how you have like SEC, the the Big 12, kind of stuff like that? 
Yep. It's like that for for uh for black schools. So the SWAC is the Southwestern Atlantic Conference, and then or Athletic Conference, whatever. And then the MIAC is the middle, uh, the Mid Eastern or some. Sh- I don't know. It's the middle somebody. It's the Eastern Athletic Conference. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to homecoming this Family year? Or what? Used to be the huh? Are we going to homecoming this year? Yeah, we are going to homecoming twenty twenty four. We are taking this show on the road for real. This past year was a lot of stuff going on, but 2024, we are coming to Tallahassee. We are bringing the show to homecoming. I, we promise you that. We're bringing the show to homecoming. I don't know if I'll make it home. I mean, it, it's a it's a great time. You're going to have an amazing time. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of black people there, though. So so brace yourself. It. It's going to be fun. All right. <laughs> it's um, speaking of fun, as we know, Christmas is getting ready to come up uh, next week, I think it is. Yeah, next week, uh, Monday. Have you done any of your Christmas shopping? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Have you? Me neither. No, hell no. Okay. Hell no. Okay. I hate, I love Christmas and I love gift giving, but I hate Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. I hate like Christmas a- shopping and gift giving. Oh, okay. This is the worst holiday for you then. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to give gifts. I, I'm not a gift giver. I don't. I. I genuinely do not find pleasure in buying other people's stuff. I just don't. Most tourist shit I've ever heard in my entire life. What is your love language? Physical touch and quality time. Gross. Disgusting. It is not gift giving. I can tell you. That. I don't even care to receive gifts. Like, yeah, gifts are cool, but. Who cares? I, like, I'm not a bit person that's like, oh, you have to buy me a gift for my birthday or Christmas. Nah, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't care if you bought me a gift or not. Quality time and physical touch. Touch my booty. Cuddle with me. I'm cool with that. Christmas time is Ooh. like a, a procrastinator, ADHD haver's nightmare. Like, I always have these great ideas and then I always forget to do shit and then it comes down to the last minute and then I just feel anxious about it really yeah do you buy a lot of gifts during christmas time though no because i forget oh well i'm saying like but do you usually have a lot of people that you need to buy stuff for um no not really we don't do a lot of gifts anymore like we used to so um i just end up buying myself some stuff maybe my mom my brother do you have a lot of people to buy gifts for christmas time no, the only person I really buy stuff for is my nephew. That's it. Oh, that's easy. I can then. still shop at like Dollar Tree and stuff for him, and like the Dollar Spot at Target and stuff. Like little gifts like that, he's still fascinated by. I don't have to buy him. Well, he does want a Nintendo Switch, and I'm not buying that. But um, that's his mom and daddy can buy that. But anyway, um, <laughs> I just, I mean, yeah, no, I don't really like to buy gifts like that. All I'll give you cash are- or you know a gift card or something. Oh yeah. I love a gift card. I'll give you like cash, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I'll give you a gift card, but I'm not going to personally go to a store, spend time with a bunch of crazy maniacs going through the aisles. I'm not doing that. So I'm going to give you this 50 bucks and you go to whatever store you want to and buy whatever you want. Any other time of the year, I'm a gift giver. Christmas gives me angina. Can't do it. Yeah, I just don't. It's not even our birthday. It's not our birthday. It's Jesus's birthday. Why are we buying each other gifts? Great. You know, like, keep and then I buy stuff from my house. 
That's what I'm saying. Keep the Christ in Christmas, you greedy ass people that it's not even your birthday. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'll tell you what else is ridiculous. Uh, roaches. Um, not that okay. I have roaches. I'm not bringing that up for that purpose. Um, the only reason why I'm bringing it up is simply because <laughs> simply because I saw this post on the Shade Room um, that was talking about the roachiest cities. Okay, the cities that have the most roaches. Guess who's number okay. one on that list? Um, when I think roaches, I think somewhere like Swamp, you not Louisiana. Say no, I was but... Louisiana. No, no. Where? Uh, the number one city, the roachiest city, is Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Also, how do they determine what's roachy? I think they determine it by the amount of like uh, pest control calls and stuff that they've had throughout the year. But guess who's number two on that list? You will be shocked to know who's number two on that list. Who's number two? San Antonio. <laughs> Yo, we be having some. We have some big ass roaches down there. I I'm not afraid of roaches anymore because I grew up in a roach cave, basically. See, I in Florida, we have, like, to me, I've only seen really in my life two types of roaches, right? So in Florida, there's either you have the big flying cockroaches, because we have flying cockroaches in Florida. But then also, too, you have like, if yeah, but if you're like, like dirty, you have like the little brown, what they call them, German roaches. I don't know why they call them German roaches, but they're like the little brown, little small ones that are everywhere. That's like an infestation. But yeah. other than that, yeah, if you just got flying roaches, those are the ones from outside. So, you know. Yeah, I don't fuck yeah. with the little tiny ones. That's disgusting. I also don't love, bi- I don't love bugs mm-hmm. at all. I don't love the big roaches, but mm-hmm. I can kill, I'll kill a fucking big roach. I hate that shit. And the thing is, once you see it and it disappears, you're screwed. Where the hell did it go? But it's still in the house. It's still somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. And number six on the list was Miami. And number seven was Miami's Atlanta. Number six? Number six, yeah. Atlanta's number seven. Florida should be like one through five. No, we're not a dirty state. That's New York. It's humid as shit and there's, it rains all the time and the, the roaches come out in the rain. Yeah, but we have a lot of frogs. Interesting. We have a lot of frogs in Florida. Yeah, we have. Okay. when it rains, there's a lot of frogs that come out. Yeah. That would gross me out too. Okay, I don't like that. Yeah, because when you when it rains and there's a bunch of frogs that come out of different canals and stuff, and you run over them with your car, you can feel the crunch underneath your tires. It's it's disgusting. Do they go splat? It's the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's really gross. It's really, really <laughs> gross. That's crazy. Um, I'll tell you. What, what, Are you afraid of roaches? Of, no, no, okay. not particularly. Good. No, nah, I'm afraid of those scorpions y'all got here though. I haven't seen a scorpion in a minute. Y'all got, man, Texas got scorpion. I remember the first time I saw a scorpion when I first moved here, I was like, what the hell is this? That stuff is, no, that's not for me, dude. No, y'all can have that. They're scary, and that shit hurts. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not afraid of roaches, but, um, or even spiders and stuff, but scorpions, yeah, because Texas is weird. Y'all got a lot of weird animals here, but, um, yeah, for real. Uh, speaking of weird, what were you telling me about um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar 
I don't know what you think when you hear that name, but I think like, I don't know, massively talented NBA basketball player, huge guy, probably would have to climb him like a tree. Shit, just shattered his hip. He's and I forget that your heroes are getting old. He's old. He looks old too. How old is he? Do you think? Uh, he's okay. got to be at least like no, he's probably like seventy five. Let's see. Because they used to look much older than they were back in the day when they were playing basketball in the eighties. Seventy six. He still looks pretty good. Seventy six. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's tall. That's a hard fall. Yeah, dude, he's huge. He's um, let's see. He's got to be at least six, six eight. I wonder what concert he was at. He is. Why isn't his height like the first thing on here? I don't care about quotes. Hold, please. Height. There we go. Seven two. Jeez. Oh, wow. That is a long That's a way down. Ball, man. Seriously. And he shattered his. Well, you. I don't want to. I don't want to speak this into the atmosphere because I'm not trying to speak death on him or anything like that. But you know how in the medical field, especially for physical therapy, we consider a hip, a hip uh, fracture at a certain age or in the geriatric population, like the beginning of the end. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's his case. Um, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, prayers well, out to I'm, him, and I hope he has he a speedy looks- recovery. He looks good, so maybe he's in shape enough to where he's just going to pop right back up. I don't know. Okay. I mean, he he looks like everything hurts him. I'm just thinking seven feet is a long way down to fall. What kind of titanium rod are you going to put in that hip? A long one. And if he shattered it, it, what does it mean to shatter? Was it communuted? Was it a green stick? What was it? You know? Because the media uh, is reporting it's shattered, but I want to know what the actual x-ray shows. Huffington Post says shattered, so I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah, I want to know what shattered means. You, you got to give me a degree or, or, or a type of break. Because we don't... Shattered does not exist in ortho. <laughs> it dumb broke. Yeah, it, it broke. <laughs> there, there's obviously a fracture, but Man, that's crazy. Prayers up to him, though, um, for a speedy recovery. And I pray that he will heal from this much sooner rather than later. Uh, what were you talking about, Southwest? South, okay, I feel like we've talked about this a couple of times, about how if you are over a certain weight, airlines are making you buy two seats because you can't fit into one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Southwest Airlines just passed this policy. Is it called the big body policy? Is that what it's called? It's called something like that. And they're marketing oh, it. Like, <laughs> what if it's called like the big old bitch policy? Big body bins policy. <laughs> the, the, um, big, the big boy policy. Big girl policy. <laughs> um, they're marketing as if you are bigger or overweight or don't fit in the seat, they will give you a second seat complimentary. But that's not the fucking case because you basically have to pay for two seats and then they'll reimburse you after the flight for that second seat, which is bullshit. 
Oh, that's yes. Yeah, because there's no guarantee that you're going to get your money back. Have you ever tried to get reimbursed from an airline? It takes forever. It's like pulling teeth. Yeah. I got that from Delta. I, I, well, I didn't get a reimbursement, but they did give me a little gift card because I was inconvenienced, which I should have got money, Delta, but it's cool. Um, I want to know how 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 big do you have to be and do I qualify for these free tickets? Do you think they're going to make it? You know how you have to put your carry-on suitcase in that bin to prove that it fits? Do you think they're going to have a little bin outside for chunky people? And they're like, if you don't fit into this or a bin. Scale. Or, or they might have a scale. But the thing is, it's not. Now, weight. I, I will not do that. It's body shape. It has to be body shape, right? Because you don't fit in the seat. So they do calipers or something? I don't know. There's some. Okay, have you ever seen? There's some dangerous hiking trail, like in Arizona or something. And there's um, caverns, and the caverns are so narrow that they have these two fence posts like before you even enter the park or whatever and they tell you if you cannot mm-hmm. fit through these fence posts do not go because you will get stuck in the caverns Ooh. and I'm wondering if wow Southwest is going to be like if you can't scoot through this fucking little space then you get a free seat I think they need to be careful with that and the only reason why I say that is because for black and brown women specifically we have wider hips than our Caucasian sisters. And so I just feel like we, we got more junk in the trunk. So that can easily turn discriminatory. I don't know. I don't know. Who can just pay for two seats? Who wants to pay? Not for a lot two of people. Seats? Not a lot of people. I feel like no. this is, it's like a um, gimmicky, like, Oh, I don't know. All these happy, chunky people come fly on Southwest and that's bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's that seems I don't know. I mean I think it's a good gesture, but at the same time, I feel like if they just made the seats wider, you wouldn't have to do all that. Wow. Groundbreaking. Yeah, just make your seats wider. I don't understand. If you're gonna give away free tickets anyway, just have special roles where are dedicated to bigger people. Yeah. Or United States of America start making better, healthier food. And make Ozempic free. I was going to say, make Ozempic free. Just it all goes free. back to Ozempic. You want to you wanna cure obesity? You've already done it. Ozempic, Manjaro, uh, Wagovi, Semeglitu. Come on. You got it, girl. <laughs> I'm trying to get on either one that my insurance will approve. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm serious. Anyway, uh, speaking of... Uh, craziness draymond green what were you talking about draymond green that man we i feel like he comes up so much on this not sports podcast that you and i both co-host that man is finally suspended indefinitely from the nba thank god he got into another he is insane he also went on instagram and was like if I told y'all how to do your job, you would tell me to shut up. Like, y'all are telling Draymond not to be Draymond. I'm like, sir, you are dangerous. You are hurting people. I don't think anybody has ever liked him being himself. Like, I think people like the fact that you can score and you can play the game of basketball, but not at the risk of stepping on people's heads, punching people in the face, and doing stupid shit like that. Like, this, this is not football. 
putting them in headlocks and not letting go. Right. Like, go to the WWE with that bullshit. I know. Well, and that made me interested about who had the most technical fouls in the NBA in history. Do you have any guesses? Um, I would say probably Metal World Peace or Dennis Rodman. Okay. Actually, Dennis Rodman is number five. With two hundred, yeah, two hundred and twelve technical fouls. Um, Charles oh, Barkley wow. is number two. He's got three hundred twenty-nine. No yeah, way. and Carl Malone is number one with three hundred and thirty-two technical fouls. I can see that definitely, Carl Malone. I was gonna, I was gonna say him third. He is definitely a minute. He was a menace when he played. Yep. Wow. So- Draymond ain't up there. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some wiggle room he's got they say he, he is costing or no he's losing $150,000 a game that he's out can you imagine making $150,000 in one night I would love to and not, and it's to. not illegal I would love to <laughs> yeah so I don't know what's going on with him but he's going to be chilling for a little bit I, I really hope that, um, and, and again, I'm not trying to come for anybody's livelihood because I wouldn't want anybody to come for mine, but I just feel like the NBA allows him to get away with too much stuff. And when it comes to other teams, like one of the uh, one of the t- players from the Celtics this week actually ended up getting ejected literally for no reason. And the ref ejected him and the whole crowd was like, what did this man do? Legit went back through the footage, could find no valid reason why this man was ejected. And I'm like, the refs are are kicking people out who don't have a, ha- a history or a pattern of behavioral issues in the league, but then you allow Draymond Green to just keep doing stupid shit. I mean, he legit, what was it, two weeks ago, just did the very same thing and, and choked out old buddy who was literally trying to break up a fight, and now he's just like, well, I apologize, and I rarely do apologize, but he was grabbing my hip. Draymond, there's a difference between moving out of the way and deliberately spinning around and punching this man in their face. They literally showed a comparison of Steph Curry and like LeBron James and other players who have mistakenly hit refs or mistakenly hit players and stuff like that. And they're, oh my gosh, my bad. You can see there's an instant remorse, right? There's an instant kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Draymond was looking at him like, yeah, bitch, and I do it again. He'll jump on the fucking ble- like the chairs and scream at the crowd. He's like smiling yep. and skipping away after he does shit. He is unhinged. He is. He's an animal. And I hate to call any black person an animal, but he acts like an animal. And I'm just like, dude, th- this isn't the Pistons from the 1980s. Like, calm down. Yeah. He's like, well, because he went on Instagram and was like, if I told you how to do your job. But I'm like, if someone choked me out at work, I fucking sue. I quit and sue. Absolutely. I wonder if players can sue each other though in the NBA or NFL. Sign a waiver. I'm sure. Yeah. That no matter what, you can't sue each other. Probably. Yeah. That's messed up. I would definitely sue them. Well, speaking of suing, uh, your homeboy Rudy Giuliani just lost a huge case (laughs) in Georgia. Left and right. Yeah. He's taking out. He, he well, and when this is when you support stupidity, this is what happens to you. So Rudy Giuliani, who was the defamed uh, New York City, um, I'm sorry, not New York City. Uh, he's a defamed lo- former lawyer of Trump. 
he basically um, just lost and has to pay up $150 million to two black women specifically. Um, and their names are, hold on one second, uh, Ruby Freeman and uh, Shay Moss. And so they actually are a mother and daughter duo. So they used to work for the Georgia state of elections. And so when everything happened with the uh, election, the 2020 election um, with Joe Biden and Trump, um, Rudy Giuliani allegedly went on and was talking about how there was all this voter suppression and voter fraud that was going on in the state of Georgia and how these two women specific specifically were responsible for it. So of course, as a result, these women had, you know, adverse effects. They had people giving them calling uh, up there, giving them death threats and all this other kind of stuff. So um, he was found guilty and he basically has to pay Ruby Freeman. She was awarded $16 million for defamation and then $20 million for emotional distress. And then her daughter, Shay Moss, was awarded $16 million for defamation and, again, another $20 million for emotional distress. But then the jury award also awarded the women an additional $75 million um, in punitive damages. So, um, And the thing is, too, he was found liable for defamation after he failed to respond to parts of their lawsuit. Um, and they, again, suffered emotional and reputational harm as well as safety, because like I said, people were, were calling in and giving them death threats and stuff like that. So um, congratulations to those two women. I have two questions. Mm -hmm. First question, what happened? That man does not have $150 million. No. What happens? How did they get that money? Um, I think at some point, if he doesn't challenge it, because you can appeal um, a jury's, um, uh, verdict what is it ruling verdict or whatever and if he doesn't win in the appeal then pretty much everything that he makes from now on will go toward that bill so it's almost kind of like a wage garnishment to a degree um where he'll have to pay he'll have to pay that so i think i don't think they're ever going to see unfortunately the 150 million dollars but he will have to pay some stuff up front so like anything else that he makes or that he'll he'll try to pro probably you know, file bankruptcy or some shit. He'll he'll try to find some kind of loophole if he doesn't appeal it and they, you know, um, reverse it and have a judge reverse it. But I don't think a judge will reverse it, though. Second question. What kind of person calls a stranger to make a death threat? What? Sick people in their head. Has anything ever upset you to the point where you're like, I have got to call someone and tell them how I feel, even though I've never met them? No. And not affect my life not at all those are trump supporters though so you have to remember this is a time of 2020 where they were ready to storm the capitol too so oh, the, these are the types of people that you were dealing with these unhinged people that is i'm trying to think what would push me over the edge maybe in like i don't know maybe in like 2006 if chris brown had done some someone had really wronged him in the height of my love for him <laughs> i would have called and been like you're crazy how could you? I, could but <laughs> I just can't imagine being so upset about something and having to call, you know, and be like, you're yeah. going to die. How yeah, embarrassing. I, I, think it's, I think it's unhinged. Well, people were calling up there and, you know, again, threatening these ladies' lives. And I'm just like, for votes? For, for <laughs> votes. That, that's what we are, for votes. Like, and, and you're just, well, you should call him, you should, and you know, Trump allegedly supporting it 
Well, you should call up there right now and because they're trying to steal the election. Stop the vote. Stop the counts. You know, all that bullshit. But I'm just like, people, I mean, it's, just, just, it's the same type of, it's the same mindset. Of, huh? Did you see his, the conference he was giving and what he said about the lemonade? Did you see any of that? No, Trump? Yeah, where he was like, the lemonade, like Biden's president and the lemonade is killing people and everything's more expensive, even the lemonade, and it's killing people. I'll have to find it. It's fucking hilarious. Does he have dementia? What what's what's wrong with lemonade? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Everyone's it's, just fucking going on rants this week. It's crazy. It's cr- like like but these are the same people who were standing in front of, you know, election sites with guns trying to intimidate people. Yeah to vote the way they want them to vote. And I'm just like, I'm not sure how you think you're going to convince people not to vote even more against you by showing up to an election with a gun, like an open, an open carry gun. Like you look, you look crazy. You look crazy. You look crazy. It's insane. Well, Um, good for them. I'll tell you what else. Huh? I said, well, good for them. Those ladies. Well, yeah, and the thing is, the fact that I, the fact that they that they were awarded seventy five million dollars in punitive damages, I think that that's amazing because punitive damages. I don't think people really understand what punitive damages is. Like, if you're a big corporation and you know better, you like he's a lawyer. You're a lawyer, and you know what defamation does. You have gone after allegedly other people for defamation or with Trump and all this other kind of stuff, and you should know better. You have a whole law degree pass a whole, you know, bar exam. And for you to be doing shit like that is absolutely insane. And it's like, no, you're, you're, I'm, I'm glad that the jury awarded them as much as they did. I, it, it doesn't matter to me, their race. It just matters the fact that these were two women who were doing their jobs and trying to do the best at their jobs. When you have crazy psycho people who are trying to, you know, just uh, mess with an election and do just crazy shit for no reason. Yeah. Do you think these lawyers that keep getting in trouble with the law are stupid or they're just so narcissistic that they're like, I can do it. I won't get in trouble. I think it's narcissistic because it's the same thing as like cops. Cops think because they are behind the shield that the shield will protect them at all costs. And when they start doing shit, they think they're above the law. And I think it's the same thing for lawyers. You get way too comfortable because you do know how to navigate in and out of the law like that. But then you forget at some point that the law is going to do what it's supposed to do with regard to the justice system and also backfire on you. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I do think it's part of that. But congratulations to those two women, because I could not imagine getting calls and death threats and stuff like like know. living in that type of fear and paranoia every day like that's crazy absolutely not not worth it that's, yeah it's not worth it i'll tell you what else is not this seems like it's not worth it allegedly uh owning a tesla okay let's talk about that you're gonna tell me that you're gonna recall all of these teslas because of the autopilot and that's one selling fat like that's the big selling point of the fucking tesla is that it can drive itself yeah, two million Teslas have been recalled because apparently the self-driving. I was gonna say, but damn near, <laughs> because they said that it's supposed to. Well, that the the self-driving feature is supposed to. You're supposed to still keep your eyes on the road, and apparently it's a the car is supposed to kick back into automatic when it notices that you're not paying attention, but it hasn't been doing that, which leads the potential for crashing allegedly. 
Yeah, I heard that. And like you, it doesn't tell you or it doesn't put limits on where you can put the autopilot on. So people are putting it on and like crossed. I think it's supposed to be for like long distance travel, like road trips and shit. Mm -hmm. But people are like in the middle of an intersection in regular traffic and Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of car accidents. But my thing is the point of autopilot to me would be that I don't have to pay attention. True. True. So... I don't know. I wasn't going to get a Tesla, but now I'm really not going to get a Tesla. I mean, I I definitely, I, I just feel like I've heard too many negative things about owning Teslas, that specific brand, not an electric car, but just about Teslas in general, that I don't know that that's the brand that I would go with. I would definitely probably get a Rivian, honestly. Isn't Tesla the one where Elon was like, the windows are bulletproof? And then the window shattered. Yes, that was the the Tesla truck, I think it was. And he was like, "It's it's 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 proof." And he was like, "Oh, okay, we'll get our team to fix that." And I was just like, "No, that's not how that works." Yeah. Oh God, that's really so funny. If you drive a Tesla, you just have to take it back to the dealership, and then what do you do? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to get loaners, or and that's the thing too. It's like. Tesla is a company that doesn't really have loaners like that. I don't believe. I mean, I don't know, but I'm just like you have, or maybe it's just like you take it in to a, a dealership, just like you would any other recall, and they just update the software or something like that. Maybe it's just that. I've just always heard annoying shit like if the if you have an electrical issue on that car, you're screwed because the whole thing goes out, like the whole dash. I don't know. Yeah, and, I, and I've heard too, it takes a long time to even fix just the basic things. Like if you get into a fender bender and the, the you know, bumper is broken or something like that, it takes months to get your car back. Um, It takes a long time for you to get your car back. I've heard allegedly that it takes a long yeah. time. So I just, I don't think the Tesla brand is something that um I would invest in. I mean, I like the, like I said, I like the Rivians and the Lucids, but the Lucids are expensive. And I'm not paying seventy, eighty thousand, ninety thousand dollars for a car. I can buy some land with that, so I'm not doing yeah. that. I just, if I had it my way, I'd still be driving a car that had a key I had to put in the ignition. We're getting too far. We're advancing too much. I don't like it. My truck still has a key. Never get rid of it. No, that, and that's why Toyota won't. I don't think Toyota will ever. Um, get rid of their actual physical ignitions because, and that's why they're such a reliable car company is because they won't get rid of it. Um, and I and I don't blame them. Like you need an actual starter. Like you, let's stop trying yeah. to be so you know convenient that we keep having issues. Because I remember my cousin, she has a Volkswagen, and the Volkswagen that she has, I don't know if she still has it or not, but it was it was brand new when she got it. And one day, I don't even think her car was like five years old. One day she went to start up her car and her starter, like her little push button wouldn't work. Could you See, imagine in a crazy you know, situation no. you would need that? And the ADHD yeah. of it all is for me, I have no object permanence, out of sight, out of mind. So if I don't physically need to have that key in my hand to start the car, where the hell's the key ever? Yeah. I don't know where the hell the key is. If somewhere the car's turning on, can't ever freaking find it. Yeah. I need I need physical keys and a physical. I need a key. Start. It makes me feel like, yeah, I need a key. I and I'm thankful that my truck still has a key. My car is 
11 years old, so it's fine. And it's I'm and I ain't got no car baby. Hallelujah. And I'm riding some wheels fall off. But uh, yeah. I know my house is clueless and so is my car, and I feel like I'm floating through life. I don't think I could, I won't say ever, but I would have a really hard time with having a keyless house. Like having a fingerprint or a key code. That to me, I don't know. I think because I grew up in the 80s and I just I just don't, I can't do it. Yeah, I was a latchkey kid. I legit was a latchkey kid. I really was. And so I need something physical to hold on to. And I can't, I can't get rid of my key. I was a latchkey kid. I have a very hard time getting rid of keys like that. Yeah, no, keep, that's very good. Keep on it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what else is keeping on. Uh, the FDA's approvals have been uh, keeping on with some stuff this uh, recently. Uh, more notably, the FDA has now approved its first gene therapy um, to treat patients with sickle cell disease. As we know, um, sickle cell disease is a horrible, horrible um, autoimmune disease that basically turns your red blood cells from these beautiful round discs to these oblong-shaped um, uh cells that are very difficult to sometimes get through. It can cause strokes and other different things. Lots of pain for patients. Um, I think sickle cell, people who suffer from sickle cell disease have the most issue with pain, unfortunately. And as we know, sickle cell disease um, is more prevalent in African-Americans, um, which I'm very surprised that the FDA actually approved the gene therapy for this anyway. Um, but here's the thing. The crazy part is that this particular gene therapy, um, they are say, it's called the Casjevi therapy is reportedly the price is $2.2 million. While there's one that's called Lifgenia is $3.1 million. And both therapies, right. uh, which are believed to be one-time treatments will be available in early 2024. So if you have $2.2 million or $3.1 million, then you can get it. Okay. I'm not a conspiracy theorist like you are, but it would make me hesitant that this disease that primarily affects black people they're like oh we've got the thing for you look at this experimental absolutely I agree. Hmm. yep and the fact also, that you're making it so expensive that most people yeah. won't even be able to get you just want to wipe out the black elite yeah not today but you know what i think too i think what what I also think is is happening here is the fact that um, I think you can't talk about the gene therapy and trying to make this cure for sickle cell without understanding, number one, the population of people that it serves, but also, two, the stigma of having sickle cell disease. There are so many people who label people with who are in sickle cell crisis as drug seekers because we know they have a lot of pain and you know narcotics are very um are very addictive highly addictive but also too there's a very real prevalence of excruciating severe pain when it comes to this population of people and it just makes me question why now in 2023 or in 2024 do you did you now want to release you know such a cure even if black people could afford it like you've I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't studied before, but I just feel like because I am a conspiracy theorist, you can't convince me that they're doing this out of the bottom of their heart because they want to cure it. Yeah. There's something in it. I just don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, and it, I mean, people may say, well, that's irresponsible of you to say. So 
It's my belief. Okay. <laughs> it's our podcast. We can say what the fuck we want. Thank you. And I'm I'm saying allegedly. We are both saying allegedly. Okay. This is our opinion. This is not fact. If it, either one of us goes missing, it was big pharma. I'm saying it right now. It was definitely big pharma. Listen, I big pharma, I don't want no smoke, but I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Um, also too, with seeing what people do, um, I'm not sure if you have been following this case or not, but real quick, um, Hannah Payne, I don't know if people have been following the Hannah Payne case. So, um, Hannah Payne is this 25 year old woman who was now found guilty of the death of 62 year old Kenneth Herring in Clayton County, Georgia, which is in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, according to some other people, Clay Co is not Atlanta, but anyway, um, <laughs> she basically kind of did a <laughs> a George Zimmerman type situation of what happened to Trayvon Martin, where she reported, um, she called 911 um, and apparently, allegedly, um, Mr. Herring, Mr. Kenneth Herring hit a car and then kept going and just drove off. Well, she decided she wanted to be police chief number one and follow him. And when she did that, she basically confronted him, shot and killed this man. Okay. She also, you can hear, uh, you know, through the court case and with the evidence that was submitted, that the um what's the people's name the uh dispatcher told her not to pursue the man because you are not a police officer but of course she wants to do a citizen's arrest and ended up killing this man and uh fortunately for her they got this thug off the street and she um has now been sentenced to life in prison what is going on that people think they, they need to insert themselves in these situations I don't know. I, I would never like if I saw because I've seen stuff like that where people are swerving on the road and I'm like, OK, either you got a medical emergency because that's uh, because I'm in the medical field. So the first thing I think of you either drunk, you got a medical emergency or you need your license taken away. What I will do is I will call 911, but I'm going to okay. give them your make and model of your car as well as the license plate. But I'm not following you, baby. I'm staying far away Absolutely from you. Absolutely not. I am a woman and I'm a single woman in America. I'm not doing that shit. But I've called the cops. I've been like, hello, 911. Person's driving crazy. They're here. Their car looks like this. Someone who's trained and paid to do this, send them down here. I'm a physical therapist. I don't need to tackle nobody. I tackle people for eight hours out of the day. I don't need to go on the road and the highway and do shit like that. And the fact that you went with the intent to kill this man because you had a gun and shot him. Mm-mm-mm. Did you see? Like, why? The, why do you think you're on the police academy? I don't. These people are crazy. Did you see the video of Michael B. Jordan's car go, losing control and hitting all those parked cars? I did. It seems like he was trying to send a text or something and just misjudge his hit, where he was in the street and then hit it. He was going fast, which he was I saw that car. I probably drive fast too, but everybody's out here hitting parked cars. They had to cut that out though, for real. But um. I, I know I'm quite sure, you know, there's no justice like having your family member alive and well with you, but I'm quite True. sure for the family of Kenneth Herring, um, I would only assume that they are appreciative that somewhat of justice was served and that this thug Hannah Payne is now off the streets with her lunatic ass. Well, obviously she's out of her mind if she thinks she can just like run up on people and shoot them. Crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Anything else we need to talk about before we get into what we're watching? No. Just like that? Oh, oh, I got to talk about this real quick. This is what did happen to me this week. Uh, on top of losing my massage therapist, I was at work, right? And you know how sometimes you really feel like you do a really thorough chart review 
And then by the time <laughs> you get upstairs, <laughs> you're like, I didn't read that part. I, I didn't read that in the, oh, in the thing. That's why you're here. That's crazy. <laughs> right. So this week I, um, I go upstairs and I have a, an evaluation with one of the OTs. And so we go up to Coeval and next door to him are another PT and OT duo that are doing a, a co-treat on a person who's on contact isolation for whatever they're on contact isolation for. So I see all this equipment and stuff by the room and I'm like, oh, that's for their patient. Then I go up to our patient's room and I see the little contact sign that says he's on contact isolation. I'm like, oh, maybe it's MRSA or something simple, whatever, you know, MRSA and the nares. Everybody has that pretty much. And so my coworker says to me, the OT, she says, oh, yeah, did you see about the bed bugs? <laughs> Bitch, the same thing happened to me last week. Get the fuck out of here. Alyssa, I was like, bed bugs. Wait a minute. I didn't read that in the history. Where did you see that at? What page? I what page really, of the chart did you see? <laughs> I looked at the nurse and I said, what is he? Is it a, he's got MRSA or what? I literally said, he has MRSA or what? She's like, no, he has bed bugs. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Girl. Now, I'm be reading okay, I just got my braids redone. Now you see how long my, my braids are. Okay, they're down to my butt. When I tell you I had to find two surgical bouffants to put on, then we put on the surgical shoes that go above, like uh, almost like knee boots. And the whole time, you know how patients get off the ed- edge of the bed and they start scratching their hair and stuff just because they're tired <laughs> of sitting in the bed. And I was like, sir, and I was no. like, sir, if one of these bugs flick on me, it's going to be a problem. Like, please, and Lord, don't let me do this man's In the room, you're itchy. The entire rest of the day, you're yes. itchy. I literally got home. I stripped at the front door, ran my ass naked yes. in the house, and took a shower. Okay, I, yeah. not only did this man, first of all, I well, the nurse wasn't gowned up in the room. Oh, and I said, no. No, and I said, "What is he on contact for, Marissa?" She goes, "No bed bugs." I said, "Uh, what?" And she's like, "But he's gotten a bath every day. He's been here for four days, and I didn't see any bugs today." Bitch, you're you're gonna infest us all. You're gonna be our downfall. And That's so right. I go That's in there. That's not the point. Yes, I go in there. This man's probably like forty or thirty-five years old. Mm-hmm. I go to get him up. So not only does he have bed bugs, but he is sitting in a pile of shit. I said, did you not tell anyone that you were dirty? Do you not want to get cleaned up? He's like, I told them all night that I was dirty and no one believed me. He asked me what time this email was. Asked me what time. Probably at 10 o'clock in the morning. 2 p.m. Oh my God. So I'm like, that's horrible. I went and told the nurse, I was like, did he, did you know he was dirty? You just don't want to clean him up or like, what's the deal? She was like, I've been asking him all morning. He said, no, he didn't have to go. And that he was fine. He is, he's in his caked on. So I was in that room for an hour. I was in the bed bug room for an hour, cleaning up caked on shit from this man who was capable of getting his ass up and going to the toilet. I cannot stand the American people sometimes. Oh, but yeah, wow. bed bugs are out here. That's crazy. Yeah, I, my my patient, thankfully, he was able to move perfectly fine. And wound care had just gone in there before we went in. And so she was like, oh, yeah, but we didn't see any bugs or anything. We we looked at them really, really good and stuff like that. And I, I just, I, I walked in. There are, certain, there are certain things that you have, mm-hmm. like scabies, bed bugs, chicken pox. There are certain disorders that you, Why? that patients come in with that just, lice that just make you 
itch the whole entire time. No matter, you know, you don't have it, but it just there's something just psychological that makes you itch when you go in these patients' rooms. And I feel so bad for them because it's like they, they already feel horrible. Yes, they feel horrible, and I'm like I could cannot imagine what they feel sitting there. But you got bed bugs biting your body and then shit in your ass. That's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> It's a horrible combination. To be a patient in the American healthcare system, it is not for the faint of heart. It's not for the faint of heart. You know what I will say is I have a patient right now. She's like a 47-year-old woman with Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I haven't gotten to work with someone with Down syndrome in a long time. And I, it's so much fun. They are such happy people. It's literally Mm -hmm. the highlight of my day is seeing this woman. And I'm just like, what is it like to just have like two cares a day in the world? She cares about like what she's eating and her little mm-hmm. stuffed plushy toy. And she's just so freaking happy. Yeah. What a life, you yeah. know? I, um, yeah, it's, I had a patient this week too with, um, mental delay, which was weird because, uh, the population of people that I work with, I'm like, how do you have a mental delay? Because in the chart, you know, they use the old term of MR and um, the R-E-T-A-R-D-E-D word. And so I'm like, there's no way he can be that when he was able to, you know, uh, serve in a particular arena. I'll just say it like that. But anyway, um, he was very sweet, very nice. And I love, like, I don't know. I love working with patients who have like, who, who have special needs sometimes because they just are the breath of fresh air that you really need to realize that like, there are so many different people in this world, but they're, they literally are just careless and carefree and just super sweet. And like, sometimes people like they can be very short when they talk, but it's like, they remind you of, okay, get to the point, just get to the point. (laughs) It's just that, like, very, it's at its very basic level, it's just, like, general yes. human interaction. No bullshit. No, mm-hmm. like, passive aggression. Or, like, when they're mad, they're right. mad. When they're happy, they're happy. Like, what you say is what you say, and that's mm-hmm. it. And it's so refreshing. It's so nice. Absolutely. And it's so easy to make them happy. And when they're upset, it, they tell you exactly why, and you move on, and that's it. And, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's oh, great. It's so great. Yeah, it is great. Uh, anything else you talk about before we were, uh, what we were watching? Uh, I had a patient whose grandson was in the room, and I'm pretty sure he was coming off of meth, and it was the strangest experience of my life. And mm. literally, like, this is, like, trying to talk, doing this, sitting in the chair, then can't sit in the chair, starts, like, walking back and forth in the room strangest experience of my life because your grandmother's like dying in the bed and he's like grandma look at this fifteen thousand dollar bike i'm about to buy and she's like i love you baby you're so smart so weird <laughs> like, i'm, I'm not laughing at the death i'm just laughing at the fact that they, they are on two different levels yeah she's not dying. She's sick. And i was like she's obviously sure. sick why the fuck are you telling her about this bu-? like and then she was like she has you know those little um pouches you can put on your rolling walker that hold all your stuff yeah Okay, so she has one that has two phones and something else in it. And she was like, I have two phones. And I was like, okay, fucking one, one for the, the plug and one for the low. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. And so uh, she's like, one's for music and one's for my Facebook. I have, ask me how many Facebook friends I have. This woman is 80 years old. 
I said, how many? She said, 2,400. Are you married? I could find you someone to marry. I was like, bitch, I hope so. With 2,400 yeah. Facebook friends. Jesus. I love that. But these old <laughs> people are here living. And they love their Facebook. They love their Facebook. Really, truly love their Facebook. <laughs> oh my God. That no, that's yeah. Well, um, have you been watching anything this week? No, I haven't. Not even Christmas Hallmark movies? Actually, I have, but just, I can't even tell you what they are. It's like the shitty movie. Netflix released a bunch of like shitty Hallmark type movies and I've just had them playing in the background. Mm, gotcha. I did watch one. Um, I can't even tell you what it's called. I'd have to look it up, but it's on Amazon Prime. And um, did you watch Harry Potter? Yeah. Okay. There's one black kid in Harry Potter and he's in this movie. And... Mm. It was interesting because it's basically like, uh, you it, it's in London. You know how they you ride the train every day or the tube or whatever, and he sees the same people every day. So eventually he's like, you know, we see each other every day. No one knows anything about each other. Like I want to throw us a Christmas party. I think it'd be fun for us to all get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was such a fun, interesting idea, and how you see the same people all the time and you know nothing about them or like you know I don't know. That was interesting. That's cool. Yeah, what are you watching? Um, I watched two things specifically. Um, the first one was while I was getting my hair redone. Um, my my braider braids uh, braids by Ray Rachel. She put me onto Black Cake. That's on Hulu, y'all. Mm-hmm. Black Cake is such a good show, and I, I think the first season is like eight episodes i'm not sure if it got renewed or not it better because i'm like every i feel like every show that she tells me about they only last for like three three seasons two or three seasons and they get off but they're so good so it stars um uh what's her name adrian warren she actually was one of the um agoji in um oh, woman king and, um i don't know any of the other people they're not really um I don't know. Anyway, they're great actors, great actors, and so it's called Black Cake on on um, on Hulu. It's basically about, huh? Is it scary or no? No, 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 not at all. It has a lot of twists and turns. It's basically about a mother who is revealing to her children who she truly is, and so Mm -hmm. they are finding out all of these different secrets about their mom about you know, her childhood, because she really never talked about it. And it's basically going backward of of telling the tale of what happened to her and okay. them basically trying to mend their relationship as brother and sister. And Adrian Warren plays one of the, the she plays the sister. And um, it's, a, it's just a really good tale, but it's a really good feel good, you know, um, secret telling, secret revealing type of show. And then the second thing that I watched was, of course, everybody's been watching it. It's on Netflix. It's called uh, Leave the World Behind with uh, Julia Roberts and Mahershala Ali and Kevin Bacon's in it. Um, Who else? Uh, What's her husband's name? Oh, Jesus. I can't remember his name, but he's famous too. Anyway, and so basically, of course, well, Leave the World Behind, surprisingly, it was executively produced by Barack and Michelle Obama. I heard that and what yeah so it leads me to believe and a lot of people are breaking down a lot of stuff on this movie and i gotta tell you it the conspiracy theorist in me wants to build a bunker yeah this is probably like a little um a little like cheat what do they call a cheat sheet 
It's a warning. It's absolutely a warning. And you cannot convince me otherwise that it's not a warning. And for, again, Michelle and Barack Obama to have executively produced this movie. The ending did piss me off. However, it makes you believe that there's going to be a second part to it. But um, the premise is basically just that Julia Roberts and her husband and her family, they want to get away from the city just for the weekend because they've been so busy. They go to the city. They rent this Airbnb. Well, something happens with this particular blackout. And this is not me ruining the movie because I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Um, This is actually in the trailer. So basically, there's some type of blackout that happens in the city. And Mahershala Ali, he owns the house. And so he basically comes down there because the blackout happens. And so he's like, hey, I know this is kind of weird, but I'm the one, you know, I'm the owner of this house. And, you know, we need to stay here because there's some kind of blackout. It'll probably be done in the morning. We can leave in the morning. Well, the blackout kind of continues and all these things just start unraveling and unfolding. But um, it's not scary in the least. It's not scary at all. There's no goblins and ghosts and monsters or anything like that. Not at all. Um, Yeah. But it was a good movie, though. The ending just pissed me off. But it leads me to believe again that there's going to be a part two. Or that there should be a part two. I just need to be in the right headspace. So I'm going to wait on it. But I want to watch it. Yeah, I kept falling asleep on it because... You know how after you eat and like I, I ate in bed, which I try not to do, but I ate my dinner in bed and then I was laying down like on my side. And so I just happened to fall asleep just because I was in that relaxed position. So, um, but it wasn't a boring movie. It wasn't a boring movie at all. It was really good. Okay. I'll have to watch it. I think it you'll sounds like it. Really good. Yeah. I think you'll like it. I definitely think you'll like it. Okay. Anyway. Put it on the list. Yeah. Anything else you need to talk about before we get out of here? That's all I got. Short and sweet this week. Yes, ma'am. Well, y'all enjoy this week and get all your last minute Christmas shopping done. And just remember, it's not your birthday anyway. Don't go broke and in debt trying to buy gifts for people. Fuck these people. It ain't their birthday anyway. It's all about Jesus. It's it's all about Jesus is the reason for the season. Okay. Buy him a gift. Okay. Give your life to Christ. That's the gift he wants. Exactly. So. Um, y'all have an amazing week on purpose and y'all be safe this week. Y'all remember to spread love. Spread light. And don't forget don't to laugh your face off. Your face off. <laughs> I knew that wasn't going to be in sync. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday when new episodes are released. 